What is up, Redskins Nation? And welcome back to the HT We Are podcast with Maddie and Freddie. I'm your host, Freddie. And I am Maddie. What's up, y'all? Maddie's a little under the weather this week. But I know you got to be feeling good after our first win of the season. HTTR. We got that dub. That's what's up. We finally got that dub. We did. Did we really, though? Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So we <laughs> won. We, we won the game. Did we really win? Well, that's debatable. Bottom line is we scored more points. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen was excited. Terry McLaurin was excited. You saw them on the sideline getting pumped. That got me pumped because they deserve that win. They've been waiting a long time. They've been working hard. And they got it done on Sunday. So... I'm proud and I'm happy. I'm happy for our team. I really am. Yeah, I'm glad that we got the win for exactly the guys that you were talking about. John Allen, mm-hmm. uh, Landon Collins, who had a good game. Yes. Players who have been Kill. working really, really hard. Really good to see AP get the carries, get a 100-yard rushing game. I mean, the old man, mm-hmm. he can still do it. And he can yep. do it at a high level. Now, whether or not he'll be able to do that you know, game to game going forward, we'll see. But yeah, you just got to feel good for these players, for the organization, except Bruce Allen. Um, everybody in the organization, except Bruce Allen. I, I mean, yeah, you just got to feel good. So the dub was great, and we're going to talk uh, about a couple of things from the game. Uh, we're going to jump around a little bit this week uh, since we're riding high off of the win obviously we're in a good mood we're a little upbeat we got a little bit of extra extra skip in our step maddie jane's got a little bit of a cold but ain't nothing another win on sunday can't fix exactly that's right we keep this thing going that is the best medicine yep it's the best medicine and i think turbo terry is going to give it to you i have full faith that turbo is going to dominate like he has dominated every time he stepped on the field. I have no doubt. He's everything. He's amazing. You know, it's crazy, Freddie, the the impact that just a few changes can have to an organization like the Redskins. So changing the coach, adding that discipline, changing up the practice schedule, it really changed so much. And I do think it helped um, the Redskins get that first dub. So speaking of changes, I think I, I propose that we change the name of this podcast. I mean, H2 we, we are has been great, but I think we should go a different route. What do you think about the We Love You Terry podcast? What are your thoughts? All things scary Terry McLaurin all the time. A weekly podcast. All, all it about would never be a sad podcast. Number 17. No, it would be nothing yeah. but positive all the time. Exactly. Um, but I feel like, can I be real with you, Mads? Aren't you always? I am. Yeah. It might get weird. Might get weird. It. Yeah. No. It definitely. Full disclosure. I was okay with that. Full disclosure, (laughs) though, about something. Following the game on Sunday, I did something that I have not done in over a year. Actually, over a year and a half. For over a year and a half, one of my nieces has been my lock screen. She's super cute. Uh huh. Uh -huh. 
And my wallpaper has been a couple of different things. It was Landon Collins for a little while, my phone wallpaper. After that mm-hmm. game, I changed my phone wallpaper and my lock screen. I got rid of my niece, okay, <sighs> and replaced her with Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is now on my lock screen and my wallpaper. She'll understand. Your niece will understand. So Terry McLaurin had his first multiple touchdown game this past Sunday, which I'm sure is just the first of what's going to be many multiple touchdown games for him. He only caught four passes, but he caught four passes for 100 yards, two touchdowns. He's already caught 23 passes this year for 408 yards, five touchdowns. And let's not forget, he missed a game. It's wild. He is on pace for over a thousand yards, sixty-one catches, thirteen touchdowns, and he's missed a game. He has similar. Now I know it's early in the season, but he has similar numbers to be on pace to a guy named Randy Moss. Oh. His rookie season. I heard Randy Moss is pretty good. I think he's got himself a gold jacket. Oh yeah. It is it. Is it wild? Like, I mean, it is. Like we've said, it's it's super early. But is it possible, Freddie, that, like, we have one of the next great... I know it's so early, but isn't that so awesome to think about? Like, could we have one of the next great receivers on our team right now? The one that's going to be talked about for years and years and years to come? I truly like, believe we do. Wow. I really I believe so. we do, and we really haven't had a a guy at wide receiver who's going to be the caliber that I think Terry McLaurin can be since Santana Moss, but I'm going to make a bold statement. Can I do it? Do I have your support? Bold statement. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yeah. Terry McLaurin has the potential, and I 100% believe it with my head and my whole heart, because here on the HC We Are podcast, we give our hearts to Terry McLaurin. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Terry McLaurin has the potential to be the best wide receiver the Washington Redskins have had since Art Monk. Wow. You heard it here first. I have to chew on that one for a second. That's that's a that is a bold statement. I'm not saying that I think you're wrong cuz honestly, at this point I don't think your nest i could see it happening but he's that putting is, up these that numbers is a bold statement he's putting up these numbers with case keenum throwing him the ball case keenum is basically <laughs> a trash can with a number eight on him <laughs> uh, yeah no you're right well we've we've had our love fest regarding terry which we needed to have he he deserves it but speaking of of terry and speaking of case not being super great all that all that let's just do do you want to just i don't know haskins right he could he not have done what case did on sunday listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hit on case there was one moment one play and i don't know if you saw it but there was one play where case um, escaped the pocket moved around a little bit and got yeah, I don't know if it was a third down. Um, he he made a throw to Jeremy Sprinkle that was really good. Like, he made a play. And I sat there and I thought, wow, that was a great play. It was a great play. My question is, for the most part, like, could Haskins not have done 
what Case Keenum did. Could he not have led this team to victory on Sunday? And also, if the Steelers have this Hodges, I don't even know who this guy is. They're Duck Hodges, really. His name is Delvin Hodges. Uh, People call him Duck Hodges, which is awesome. Think about this. We got rookie QBs, Duck Hodges and Gardner Minshew. What a time to be alive. (laughs) But it's it's true, though. Like, if those guys are getting in here, is Haskins really not ready? Or is this just, like, what is this? I'm, I'm at the point where I'm I'm getting frustrated because I'm watching and I'm like Haskins could be doing these things, making these throws. I don't want to take away from what Keenum's doing because he did like those throws to McLaurin were good. He put him in good spots, but like could Haskins not be doing this? Because for a lot of the game, Keenum did not look good and he missed a lot. And there was that one time where he was like scrambling forever, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then almost threw an interception, backed up. I just, I don't know. I think, I, I don't understand. I'm trying to understand why they're continuing to sit Haskins, but it's getting less and less clear the more we see of Keenum. I have my thoughts on that too, and like a lot of the fan base, I'm growing a little bit impatient, and I really think Haskins can certainly hand off the ball and run some play action. Yep. But at the same time, he doesn't have the amount of experience at quarterback as other rookie QBs that you're comparing him to as far as just having college experience and so forth. And I know mm-hmm. college experience only means so much in the NFL, but you, you can't compare apples to oranges. I think it's important to keep that perspective. But, yeah, I think Haskins needs to be starting as soon as possible. But I really think that the coaching staff is trying to expedite that and make it happen. If he's not starting, uh, obviously he's not starting next week or the week after that, I would put money on he's starting coming out of the bye. Yeah. And and I will say I loved that in the presser on Friday they asked um, about who was starting. Callahan said Case Keenum. They asked about backup and he said Dwayne's going to be the backup they said why he said because he's the future and I loved that answer because I do really truly feel like like you said they're expediting it I believe that we are going to see him sooner than later and I love that Callahan's talking like this because I don't feel like Gruden did necessarily not saying that he didn't believe in Haskins I know there's all those stories out there but I do love that um and it's just words but it's it's good to hear you know he's our backup he's going to be our backup he's not going to be inactive because he is our future I like that a lot I love that he said that he is our future because he absolutely is yep so Dwayne Haskins is the future along with Scary Terry yep but You don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. And to quote Mama from Forrest Gump, you got to put the past behind you before you can move on. And that's what putting Jordan Reed on injured reserve is all about. (laughs) That that was the exact quote? (laughs) (laughs) I had a little something-something on the end. Yeah. Yeah. So if you hadn't heard, Jordan Reed was finally put on injured reserve, and it's been a long time coming. It's something that Mm -hmm. needed to happen. Jordan Reed, I think, unfortunately, 
and I've thought this for quite a while. I'm sure a lot of other fans too, but we have that thing, that hopeful denial that we do as Redskins fans. I think Jordan Reed is going to be one of those players who flashed greatness but is going to ultimately be one of those what could he have been if he could have stayed healthy. Jordan Reed's never been able to be healthy his entire career. And at this point with the concussions and everything, I think he really truly just needs to consider uh, the rest of his life post-football and his family. And I don't necessarily want it to happen, but I think that Jordan Reed should retire. Yeah, I agree completely with you. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't feel that way. But, you know, you do, like you said, you have to put football aside for a second. And the fact that it is taking him, what, like it's been about two months, I think I saw, something like that since it happened. And it's just not, he's not even close, apparently. He he doesn't need to try to come back. And he doesn't need to let that happen again. And I hate it. I, I hate that it could end this way and and I don't want his career to be over and I know you know I know he doesn't want it to be but he does he has to look at his future and uh, I think it's I think it's the only decision at this point and at least now especially now with like Terry and stuff you're starting to identify this team does have other playmakers now at first it would have been like Jordan Reed was it he was our guy he was the one that you go to and you have to count on to make a play we have somebody else now that can do that and not that you know if we didn't he would have had to stay but at least we as fans can look at that and say you know I love we love what Jordan Reed has given us but he needs to do what's best for him and hopefully he makes that decision but I don't know. There's part of me that feels like he won't. There's part of me that feels like he's still going to try to play because of the guy he is and the competitor he is. But he has time now that he's on IR to really think about it. So hopefully he does. Hopefully he makes um, the best decision for him and for his family. I hope that he makes the best decision for him as well. Now, if we are moving forward without Jordan Reed, Vernon Davis probably isn't going to play much longer. Uh, Jeremy yeah. Sprinkle is he's a backup tight end I think that's at best what he can be and he's really more of a blocker than a pass catcher how do you feel yeah. about the rumors going around about OJ Howard would how would you feel I, about getting him Mads I I would love it I do we need another Alabama guy yes OJ Howard is a playmaker and obviously he's not fitting right now whatever in Tampa but he could fit and he could be our number one tight end here. Can you just imagine our offense if we added him? I mean, what do you think? I'm down. I hope we. I wouldn't want to send like a really high draft pick, but would you be fine with putting Trent Williams in that trade? I would. He ain't playing for us again. Well, so we've really dropped him. the ball on the whole Trent Williams thing. Or pardon me, not we. Bruce Allen <clears throat> has dropped yeah. the ball on the whole Trent Williams thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how I would feel about that. Uh, At this point, I don't really think you could get a Pop-Tart for Josh Norman, but I would feel good about us trading away Josh Norman. Uh, I've been a big supporter of Josh. I really like the dude. 
I actually really like his personality. I know he rubs some people the wrong way, but I like the way that he carries himself as a corner. But I feel like physically he just and, and he's never had top end speed, but he, he's just not been playing well at all. And that's being nice. Yeah. He's yeah. proved that he is not a number one corner in this league anymore. Uh, Quentin Dunbar has proven he's the best corner on this team, and he's a really Five good miles. corner in the league in general. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been playing phenomenally. I wish that he has. I wish he would have been able to play all the games so far this season because I think his numbers would be even crazier. I mean, he's just always in. It seems like on every play, on every screen, on he's just everywhere. He he's where he needs to be, and he makes plays. I think a big part of that is him studying film too. I've heard a lot that he's like, you know, always he's been really detail oriented, and you can tell because he makes plays and he knows what's going on, and. He's, he's fun to watch. And yeah, you're right. By far, he is our best corner. Yeah, Quentin so. Dunbar's studying film and Josh Norman is jumping over bulls. <laughs> hey, you said it, okay? You said it. <laughs> you know Love what, you, though? That, yeah, no, that no. was cool. I mean... Yeah, hey. it was. Yeah. Josh it's, is a cool dude. Season, He's know. one of those he guys is. who... And yeah, he... <laughs> even though Josh is kind of trash now... He's still one of those dudes like I would love to hang out with for an afternoon with Josh oh, yeah. Norman. That that would be so Definitely. much fun. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, between the white lines on Sunday, I ain't, just ain't feeling it no more. Yeah. I mean, it's every game there is some crucial play. He gets beat. That gets bad. made by the other team. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that was on Norman. It was a touchdown this week. I don't know. I don't. It wasn't the. Was it the one where they ended up getting to 16? Was that that play? Uh, I don't remember, but there was a touchdown that was that was crucial. And of course, it was Josh Norman that did not make the play. And those add up. You know, th- those will continue to add up, and I don't know. Something needs to be done, but will it? Who knows? We'll see. He's definitely been a a, a letdown, really, from the start. Uh, early when we got him, he played pretty well, but I don't think he played up to his contract. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, one player yeah. right now who's playing way over his contract, who we haven't been talking about, but we really should. Uh, I know it's really early on, but I'm already thinking, yo, we need to sign Eric Flowers to a long-term extension. He needs to be our left guard for years to come. I did. Did you ever think you'd be saying that at the beginning of the season when we signed him? Nobody saw that coming. Not one person. But I 100% agree. We need to lock him up right now. And again, like I said a couple weeks ago, lock I think, him was, up. I think he would. Up. I think he's been rejuvenated here. I think he like who's, likes who he's playing with. I think he likes that he came here and found a home, it feels like. Yeah, he I wants think he would to do be it. here, so, which is amazing. It is more than amazing. And you get that deal done yesterday. Like, he needs, he needs, to, he needs to be locked up immediately because every, he has performed every single week he has been on it and we've been looking for that 
from a left guard for how long? We've had Sean Laval playing for uh, how many years? Uh, and before that, like seriously, it, it, we've been playing around too long. You've got a guy that's performing well and wants to be here. Especially Get that pen to paper immediately. Yeah, and especially if we aren't able to lock down a deal with Brandon Sheriff, <laughs> yeah, you, then you absolutely need to keep Eric Flowers here. So, and how many times? How many times do you hear a story of the Redskins getting a player that has been called a bust and has been labeled this and that, and have developed him into, you know, a, a great a great player? No, it's how always often? the other way around. It's always exactly. players for the Redskins going other places and having uh, great careers or playing so much better. And again, exactly. we don't have it that, happen that often. So yeah, well, and like I've said before, I've said it multiple times. It speaks to the culture. Yeah, the damn good it's- culture. <laughs> Speaking of culture, uh, the culture the we've cultivated and like to keep here is we like to. Share the love, don't we, Maddie mm-hmm. Jane? We love to share the love. Sharing the love, and we like to share the love in a weekly segment that we call <gasps> props. Props. We're gonna get some props. props. Props this week. You got some props, Maddie Jane? Yeah, we've I, I got a couple props. Uh, I, I guess we'll go first with. Now, listen. If we're going to be real, I think we've talked about this. If we're going Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC, I'm Backstreet Boys every single day of the week. Because back in the day, you had to choose. It it was important that you chose. So I just want to put that out here first. But I think we need to give props to the Seattle Seahawks receivers doing the bye-bye-bye dance. Okay? Seriously? That's amazing. That's everything. As a fan of boy bands, I was so pleased to see something like that. And I think there's something to be said about how well the Seahawks are playing right now, how well Russell Wilson's playing right now. They're fun to watch, and they really have been performing. They absolutely deserve props. Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson's having a possible MVP year. He is. And I'm giving props to Russell Wilson. I can't stand Russell Wilson, but he deserves it. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like Russell Wilson. Interesting. Well, but hey, see, that's what props is all about, though. Sometimes you lay your pride aside, you lay your biases aside, and you have to give credit where credit is due. So good for you, Freddie. Good for you for agreeing and giving these props. I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate that, Maddie Jane. Yeah, and I'm going to put some more of my biases and things like that aside, and I'm going to give props to a sport that I don't like, but a sport that we cannot ignore right now. I'm talking yeah. about America's pastime baseball. Yes. Specifically, we got to talk about the Washington Nationals. And I got to give props to Howie Kendrick. Okay. I love it, Freddie. Yes. Howie Kendrick. That is. (sighs) With the 10th inning grand slam. He's on fire. Not only that, if you've been following the NLCS, we have just been murdering. Yeah. <laughs> the Cardinals and he, it's it's continued um mm-hmm. because he had and we're recording this on 
uh, Monday night, early Tuesday, um, he had three hits, three doubles, three RBIs. Yep. Out of his mind. He is so clutch. He's playing so clutch. This is coming from someone who has never been a baseball fan. I've openly talked about how I don't like baseball, about how I think it's boring and so forth. I'll tell you what. Tell you what. They're making me go full John Gruden. Tell you what, man. The, uh, (laughs) The Nationals, they're for real. I'm excited. I like them. Like them a lot. They're on fire. <laughs> they are on fire. They've been so fun to watch, and I hundred percent agree. I, I am. They one more game. If they win this game tomorrow, they're going to the World Series. That is so amazing. I cannot wait to watch that game. I've always been more of a person that like I'll watch more of the playoff baseball i'll be honest it's not like i'm this crazy fan but i am a nats fan i have my strasburg jersey i've been repping it because the man has been pitching out of his mind so i definitely i i don't know with the way the momentum that they're carrying right now i wouldn't be surprised if they win it all if they go to the world series and they win and can we just talk about if another first of all the mystics just won the WNBA championship if then yes. all of a sudden the nats win the world series yes. like are you, that is that not pressure extreme pressure on daniel snyder to make something happen because washington is looking like a championship town again and not looking like is they are yeah Yes. You remember two years ago? Yeah, the cat. You, you're bringing this up. Yeah, that's your team. Wow. Yeah. Don't even tell the. Don't even tell them who your team is. That nobody, nobody will ever listen to that us. That doesn't again. need to be disclosed on this show. Who my hockey team is? <laughs> yeah. No. We, we we're not even going to bring it up. But props, <laughs> props. I love those props. Ready? Props to just Washington. Right now, again, we got the Mystics. Well, if we're giving props to other things. Washington teams, let's wrap up mm-hmm. props, put a big bow on it. Maddie Jane, hit me with some good props for the Washington Redskins. All right, we can do it. It's a win, and there there were some playmakers on Sunday that went out, and you know what they did? They made plays. We'll start with Adrian Peterson. Now, we knew coming in, Callahan made it no secret that the running game was going to get into a rhythm on Sunday. And you know what? It absolutely happened. AP did his thing. He broke out on some great runs. Shout out to the offensive line because there were no holding penalties. It was a thing of beauty. And he absolutely deserves props. 103 yards. First time this year, obviously, getting over 100 yards. So props to Adrian Peterson. And also, it would be a... A shame if we did not give props on a day we're giving props to the skins to our guy, Scary Turbo Terry, right? Two touchdowns, and he just he made plays when he needed to play needed to make plays. Let's also talk about when we were backed up and Case Keenum throws a dot to Terry to get us out of that crowded space. It's it's never easy when you when you see something like that when you're backed up to that point. And Terry ran around, he made a play. And that was big. That was huge. That was huge in the game. And so props to Adrian Peterson. Props to Terry McLaurin. Y'all balled out. We love you. Redskins Nation absolutely loves you guys. Ball in. And if I could just real quick, 
Um, and I'm sorry for just continuing to harp on Terry McLaurin so much, but gosh, you, you just have to. Yeah, you um, don't have to I, apologize to me. No, I and I, I just wanted to, you know, along with what you said about Scary Terry, <laughs> I know you call him Turbo Terry. It's okay. Scary Terry is great too. <laughs> but that's your but that's your boo name. Yeah, it's it's my pet name. <laughs> scary, it's Scary Terry, but Turbo Terry is Bay. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But Scary Terry, what's scary about him is that he doesn't look like a rookie. He looks like no. a veteran, and I don't say that trivially because everybody sees it. Analysts see it. People who have played the game. I mean. Uh, Everybody sees just how savvy he is. You can talk about off the field. I mean, off the field, he's tremendous, and he's already uh, becoming a leader. He'll, if he's not team captain by the end of the season, he'll definitely be a captain next season and probably for the oh, rest yeah. of his career. He's just yes. that dude. Um, yeah. But the crispness of his routes and the little things, the subtle things in the first deep touchdown pass that he caught, um, turning his head like mm-hmm. he was going to break inside and then breaking back outside and using that breakaway speed. Those little nuanced things are separating him from other receivers. He's playing better than other veteran receivers which is so amazing let's not forget also just a couple weeks ago he went up against the best cornerback in the league right now in Stephen Gilmore yeah excuse me Stefan Gilmore is it Stefan Stephen Stefan I think it's Stefan Stefan yeah. Stefan uh-huh. <laughs> like you remember <laughs> uh, you remember like Steve Urkel and his, Steve Urkel's alter ego was Stefan <laughs> yeah. yep you can cut that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Going up against Stefan Gilmore, who's probably the best corner in the league right now, and he was playing very, very well. He was getting open against him. Yep. Multiple times. Didn't always get the ball, but he was getting open. Yeah. Time and time again. It's you know, it's funny because uh Terry did have uh, one memorable drop in this game, but it's interesting because it's the only negative thing that I can recall all season. And yeah. I mean, he yeah, he dropped a pass that he should have caught in this past game, but he also caught four others and basically won the game for us. Let's be clear. Without yep. Terry McLaurin, we're losing to the Dolphins. Yes. Um but when he dropped that pass, uh, I saw a tweet confirming that he is, in fact, human. <laughs> Jury's still out. I don't yeah. know if I'm 100% sold that Terry McLaurin is human. Yeah, I'm definitely not sold on that. But I gave him grace. You know, I saw it happen. And I was like, you know what? It's all right. You've, you're just tired from carrying the team this whole game. You drop one pass. It's all right. It's all right, Turbo. You, you'll get him next time. You will. <laughs> Maddie Jane has 100% faith in you, number 17. Number 17 in your program, number one, say it with me, Maddie Jane, in in our our heart. heart. Terry, he's very scary. I'll tell you what else is scary. Having to play 
an undefeated team. We're going opposite extremes. We went with a team that hadn't won, who we were in a dogfight with. Yeah. Remember, took us yeah. all the way down. We could have very Ooh. easily have lost that game. I'm I'm really glad that we won, but Fitz Magic had me scared. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Me too. But we're going to the opposite extreme and we're playing a familiar face. Um <laughs> with Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the undefeated 5 and 0 San Francisco 49ers. That defense is legit. That offense looks really good. We even gave the Niners props last week. Yep. And it's going to be a good game. It is. And it's the perfect trap game for a Redskins victory. It is. It's going to be tough. It will be extremely tough for the Redskins to overcome and be able to beat this team. But... I absolutely believe that it could happen. The way, if they could just build on a couple things that they did last week and just add here and there, you know, just get a couple more details together, figure out. I think it's, I think it's absolutely possible. And do I think it would probably be like a trap game thing? Probably because let's be honest, the 49ers are absolutely operating on. Uh, a higher level than the Redskins are right now as a team. There's no debating that. There's a reason that they haven't lost any games. Every facet is working. Every piece is connected right now. Every gear is turning when it comes to that team. And the Redskins, that just hasn't happened yet. But I believe it's possible that the Redskins could come come home, you know, get home and 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 pull this pull this one out. Will they? I don't know. I always have hope, but I genuinely have a hope that they could make a splash and win this game. And it would be so nice. I think we can win. The reason why I think we can win is because we're doing something very important. And I think we're going to continue to do it. And that is the little things right. Yeah. Not committing stupid penalties. Playing yeah. fundamental football. We've got a legitimate shot. I agree. I know lots of people are laughing. They think that there's no way in the world that we're going to beat the Niners. That's exactly how teams like the 49ers lose. Believe it or not, we can win this game this Sunday. It's going to take everybody working together. It's going to take a great week of practice, which I think we're going to have. And we can do it. No sweat. No sweat. I know y'all have seen the commercials, and they're hilarious. So Uh, good. Props to Montez cashing in that paycheck. Yeah, man. Do it. (laughs) I love it. It's great. So Montez is making money. Scary Terry's making plays. We are not making penalties. And we're going to make some noise this weekend. Everybody together, we can win this game. We can win it. We can win it. On that note, if you all have made it this far, we just want to say thank you so much for listening. We're having so much fun doing this podcast, and we just appreciate everybody that takes the time out and listens to it. And we really want to hear from you because the reason that we started doing this podcast in particular is because we wanted it to be a conversation with fans because that's what we are. We're just fans that love the sport, that love the Redskins. And so we want to talk to you as well. So 
just you know hit us up let us know you're listening and give us your thoughts if you agree if you disagree whatever you're feeling whatever you're thinking just hit us up because again it's all it's all a conversation so thank you so much for listening we really really appreciate it ht we are peace